The following show contains adult content. It's not our intent to offend anyone, but we want to inform you that if you are a child under the age of 18 or get offended easily, this next show may not be for you. The content, opinions, and subject matter of these shows are solely the choice of your show hosts and their guests, and not those of the Entertainment Network or any affiliated stations. Any comments or inquiries should be directed to those show hosts. Thank you for listening. Hello, 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 hello. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell, bringing you the good times in music, fashion, pop culture, and entertainment. We got a fun show for you guys today. We have two great guests. One is Kadrosha Ona Carol, queen of the paranormal, and she's been on several times. We love her to death. And then we've got Harley Wallen, director, writer, producer, and actor. Uh, coming on the show. It's going to be a lot of fun. Before that, let's just say hi and give a round of hellos to everybody, starting off with my cool, outrageous man about town co-host, Mr. Ron Russell. Hi, Jimmy Starr, and how are you today, my sweet dear man? I'm going to be nice to you today. I'm not going to say one curse word, and I'm not going to jump down Jimmy's throat when he does terrible things to me on the show. I'm just going to sit here like a schmuck and go, smiley face, smiley face, smiley, <laughs> smiley. <laughs> So, yeah, oh, shut up. Chad, choking. Bullshit. He's choking on the bullshit. Oops. That's a dirty word. You know, cocky. I'm going to say bull cocky from now on or bull pee pee. We got the man behind the boards, Mr. Chad Murphy. What's up, Chad? What's going on, fellas? Looking good. Sounds like we've got a good show today. Absolutely. Well, I was warned two minutes ago by the CEO, president, bigwig <laughs> of the station. Yeah. I won't give his name nope. because I don't want to use it because, you know, he said, could we not have the F word today? I think he said not as much or many well, times. I yeah, he said not as well, much. Well, not as much to me means like 40 or 50. Instead of 40, okay. like do 20. 20. Well, we'll <laughs> see what the president, CEO, big shot uh-huh. of W4CY has to say after this show today, right. president of WC4Y, whatever the fuck it is. There's the first one. One, one, we got to go, one. So we got a chat room full of people. What's up, chat room? Let's give some hellos. Goddess said she totally missed us last week because of the holidays. She forgot it was Wednesday, but she's here today. Hello, Goddess. Welcome back. We got Michaela wait, in wait, the wait, house. Goddess, the picture you put on Facebook today, you have the most incredible eyes. Your eyes are just like gorgeous. Big, beautiful, brown, lashy, beautiful eyes. I agree. You had to see her on Facebook. I didn't see it. A close-up, big picture of herself for a change. And and her eyes are amazing. So Michaela's in the chat room. What's up, Michaela? I think she's like in Connecticut or someplace. I always forget. Connecticut or Rhode Island or Maryland or one of those places. And somebody from the UK. The People are just starting to show up in the chat room. We're going to have a really fun show for you guys today. It's going to be a lot of fun. In the meantime... We got a couple ads we're going to do today that we left out last week, and uh, we're going to make sure we get those in today. Starting off with starting my, off my with daughter Leslie Serego, who happens to be the ultimate connoisseur of mid-century antiques 
and antiques in general. This gal knows every dish manufactured by every company ever since the beginning of dishes. She is the manager of, what is she of? The Antiques Gallery of Palm Springs. Nice. And they tell us about what's going on this Friday that everybody in Palm Springs or locally should attend. Yep. She was just on TV here. We just watched it Friday, September 14th from 5 to 8 p.m., you guys. They're having an event called Captains and Kimonos. Caftans and Kimonos. Caftans. You got it right, you illiterate. At the Antiques Gallery of Palm Springs with DJ Glitter and Sand and Kiki Tormo. Um, they're going to be serving sake and coffee tasting. There's food, drinks. There's 10 to 15% off the store-wide sale. And it's located at 505 Industrial Way off Sunny Dunes in Palm Springs. It's 20, I think, 22,000 square feet of antiques. It's two stories. It's fabulous. And if you are in uh, Palm Springs or L.A. and you're looking for a fun Friday night event, definitely want to check it out. The Captains and Kimonos at the Antiques Gallery of Palm Springs. And Jimmy and I will be there in Captains. And high heels. No, no, no. Just captains. I won't have the high heels. He will. No, just ca I wouldn't do that. My <laughs> daughter, I don't want to do that with my daughter. It's her thing. I don't want to make a scene, you know. <laughs> anyway, we'll be there. And a lot of other people will be going to be there because we're inviting celebrities. So I'm also going to invite Teresa Rogers and Tristan Rogers. And if they come, then you could meet them. <clears throat> Excuse me. You could meet Tristan, who is Serpico on General Hospital. Scorpio. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Do you think I watch daytime television? Do you think I have a moment to ever ever watch a soap opera? First of all, I don't like soap operas. But anyway. Uh, we want to give some other shout I do too. like Tristan. He's a great guy. Uh, Michaela's in Maryland, so I got that right. Hannah Clive has joined us from the UK. What's up? Hannah, Hannah Ron's chest infection's doing much better. He's sounding better. He's looking better. And he got some sun yesterday or the day before. Actually, it's not a chest infection. It's uh, a sinus attack. Uh, it seems that it's going all over the world, not only the United States, but I have been reading that this sinus, my nephew Billy's got it. Everybody, my sister-in-law. You also had strep throat, throat though, because she hasn't been in the chat. No, the strep away. throat came, it really wasn't strep throat. They're not so hot, the doctors here. It really was <laughs> an infection from my sinuses, post-nasal drip that inflamed my throat. But yes, the Augmentum did help, and I feel much better, and thank you for asking. But for everyone out there, um, I, maybe we should wear masks. I don't know, but I, I don't know what to tell you. But it stinks, and it's infectious, and it's all over the country. So be careful. You don't want to get this. It's not a, a happy time. There you go. Hey, you Chad. Know, always Hi, Captain. How's the, like, you didn't get hit by the hurricane, right? No, that's going way, way north of us. That's good. Yeah. We don't want you to get hit. Hurricanes are no fun. No. Yeah. We, I lived through a couple in Florida. I mean, they were not bad, but um, you know, they, they always make a bigger deal about it than what it actually is. They say, oh, devastating. Thousands of people flying out. The roads are bumper to bumper. Yeah. And then the sun is out. We're all at the pool. <laughs> so, you know. There was one there, though, that when I had my big clothing store... Uh, it was huge. Like it took the roof off the building, and we didn't have power for three weeks. Oh, that's yeah. the one that blew all my clothes off on Glades Road when <laughs> I was standing at a traffic light. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's hilarious. Waiting for it to hit. Oh, they said they're waiting for the colds to hit in in uh, in the UK. So, so I hope everybody's good. We hey, is is that bitch out there? That blonde, gorgeous thing that I'm so jealous of, Jason. Who is huh? Jason? Gorgeous blonde Jason. 
I don't know. Oh, Jason Finney. Oh, I don't know. He's not in the chat room. Oh, so no, not Jason Finney. Jason Prince. DJ Jason Prince. J Jason Prince is who I'm talking. About. He is so gorgeous as a woman. Oh my God, is he beautiful? I could fall in love, and he's handsome as a boy too. That guy's really got a good-looking face. Absolutely. Um, so one of the things that uh, we didn't we didn't mention last week, but tonight. After this show, actually, uh, Ron and I are going to the InfoList pre-Emmy Soiree. It's a red carpet event. Um, it's tonight, and it's at Sky Bar in Los Angeles. <laughs> and uh, it's a high-end networking event. There's all kinds of famous celebrities from, like, all your favorite shows are going to be there, plus us. And you can go to InfoList.com to get tickets. If the tickets, I think they still probably have some available, so go to InfoList.com. It's from 8 to 2, red carpets at 8. Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun, and we're going with Garrick Lee and Caroline Williams and director hey, Thomas Church Churchill, Yay. and there's going to be a lot of celebrities there. It's going to be a blast, and we'll have pictures up on social media in the next day or two. We only hobnob with the best darlings. We don't fool around with those common peasant people. <laughs> we go to the major events where the big shots are. <laughs> Too bad we're not a big shot. <laughs> <laughs> we just go hey, I'm where just the happy big, we get in. <laughs> we just go where the big shots go. Woo! We're little shots. Anyway, last night we went to the movies and saw The Nun. And guess what? It was none. Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. It was terrible. About five times I went, oh, and the rest of the film I slept on. It was such a bad film. Shot so dark. No storyline. Just shock value. Nothing like, I think it was uh, the, the second one where the doll was. I love that one. Uh, this is a, 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 prequel. a prequel to the other two, which were really great. The Conjuring and The Conjuring yeah. 2. Uh, Hollywood has got to stop with this bullshit that because you have one hit, you think you're going to have three. Every mm -hmm. single film that's a continuation of the original hit stinks. Even Jaws 99 wasn't good. Uh, they don't care, though, because people go. No, I mean, I look, know, it's but a number even one Sharknado <laughs> would never be as good as the first one was. Uh, so stop with the sequels and the continuations and the blah, blah, blah. There are so many writers out there who are starving, losing their homes because nobody wants scripts with stories, okay? Um, so please, uh, producers, directors, whoever you are that find film, get films where writers are talented and can write good scripts to give us good suspense stories. Alfred Hitchcock, for those of you who don't know him, forget it, you're stupid. But if you do know him, not know him, but know of his work, you know that he never showed anything bad. Even in Psycho, when Janet Lee was being stabbed in the shower uh, 99,000 times, he left it up to you to imagine what it's like. And that shower scene caused millions of people to date to be afraid of taking a shower alone. I didn't think it was as bad as he did. It wasn't terrific, but it wasn't terrible. The uh, special effects were awesome. The nun was creepy looking. No, I didn't like her teeth. She looked like something from out of space, alien monster. They didn't have to do that. She was spooky enough just with that ugly pussy. And they voice. probably made the movie for like $20 million and it probably already did $150 million, so they're happy. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> but it was a disappointment. But, you know, I was so looking forward to it because nuns always terrified me. I mean, I was always scared of nuns. How come you're scared of nuns? You didn't go to Catholic school. My father wouldn't allow it because he was part Jewish. But um, my, I, I, I went once to a Sunday school. I snuck out with my friends because they gave peanut butter sandwiches. Oh, at the church? 
at the church yard, and it was really pretty. It was a garden, and they had statues of all those people all over in waterfalls. And that was a big deal for me. And then I snuck into the church one day to where, where they talked to kids about religion, catechism or something. And I said to the uh, nun, I said, listen, if Adam and Eve made children, then they had to have slept with their children. And she came over and she smacked me. Of course and, she did. <laughs> no, she did. She hit me hard, that bitch. And she said, um, it's not for you to ask. It's for you to believe in. I said, believe in what? Brothers can have sex. Men have babies. I mean, the whole thing was just bizarre to me. So I did confess to my father. And my father said, that's because they're Christians and Catholics and they don't know what the hell they're talking about. Read the first Bible, the Bible about Moses, and you will find the secrets to life. The Old Testament. The Old Testament. And I did. And that's why my religion now is Jewish more than anything else, because the early Bible tells of the aliens that came to this planet. No, it doesn't. It does so. Absolutely, Jimmy. You're talking like a moron. I am not. What do you think Moses spoke to? Uh, an angel? It was a space? No, it was a, <laughs> Jesus wasn't there yet, you stupid bitch. <laughs> he spoke to an alien vessel above him that that shot a laser down into the stone to write the inscription. Anyway, that's my belief, and I believe that we were here millions of years ago, and we came from another planet, and we evolved to who we are today. And, you know, we're not so hot today, so they did a mistake. They could have got rid of a few schmucks. Well, if you guys like horror movies, it's not a bad movie. It's not terrible, and it's Why not great. It's right in the middle. Because I'm tired of that already. <laughs> Well, maybe you are, Morano, but uh, the people listening, I mean, see how I fight with him. He's very mean to me. <laughs> yeah, Everybody I'm very thinks mean. Jimmy's dog such a sweetheart. He, I'm very mean. He is a, it begins, when with, we have, when you it get, begins with a P. When you get Giorgio on the show, you can talk about aliens all day. If Giorgio comes on this show, I will promise him a devoted life <laughs> yeah. and run off with Giorgio. I'm crazy about it. Chad, that. have you ever watched Ancient Aliens? Oh, we have to call a guest. Have you ever watched Ancient Aliens before, Chad? No, I saw his hair and said, no, not a show for me. Okay. <laughs> well, that's because you're a Christian. Christians don't want to hear that shit. No. They, only want, they only want you to believe in Jesus Christ, who is a, an angel, a, a spirit. Oh, in the chat room, they're saying you weren't going to insult me, and you already insulted me. <laughs> well, you know, it's very difficult. It's very difficult not to insult him. When he cuts me off, he, he's he's just an... Uh, he I'm the show navigator. I have to yeah, keep, you're my thing, ass I have to keep things rolling. You don't know how to co-host anything, you silly little Anyway, fairy. so next up, you guys, we're going to call our guests, and so we're going to play a video. Uh... For all of you LGBT people, you're going to love this song. It's a great song. The artist's name is Gabe Lopez. He's a gay artist. The name of the song is Lasso. It's a really cool video, and uh, it's a really great song. Um, so I hope you guys enjoy it. Here it is. And, Chad, you're going to call Kadrosha then, okay? Will do, yes. All right, everybody. Candy Gabe Lopez, baby. Lasso. <laughs> Baby, my wrists are cut, I'm bleeding And you're tightening your rope My mouth is dry, I'm suffocating Guess it's a loving you goes You knock me right out of the saddle Where the desert sun sets And loving you was such a battle But I'm not giving up yet 
till I'm black and blue. That's right, I said it, loving you till I'm black and blue. Black and blue. You got your lasso, lasso, right around my neck. Right above my heart, that's barely beating for you. I'm barely breathing out too. So what you gonna do with your lasso, lasso? You got your lasso, lasso, right You're so entrancing This love won't let me go Let me go Even the news couldn't tear me away from you Baby, it's no use I'm loving you till I'm black and blue That's right, I said it Loving you till I'm black and blue Black and blue Jimbo, there you go. Oh. All right, everybody. So that was Gabe Lopez. The name of the song was Lasso. And before we get started with our guest, I want to give a quick shout out to I Am Warface, one of my favorite UK bands. They're starting a four-night run, uh, four-night run up in North UK tonight, starting in Manchester. We want to wish them the best. So what's up, I Am Warface? Enjoy. Could you also say something? Let's make sure everybody can hear you. Hello, hello, hello. There we go. <laughs> Excellent. Good. All right, everybody. Now we want to welcome to the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell, the incredibly talented, gorgeous, beautiful, sexy Kadrol Shaona Carol, the queen of the paranormal. Hello and welcome to the show. Hey, guys. How are you? I miss you. Like I said earlier, I miss you like crazy. I do. I do. Yep. I miss we miss you too, and we're happy that we got you rescheduled. You were scheduled on our like canceled yeah. show, so we brought you back. And uh, I can't believe because we haven't seen you. Our last, oh, actually, we're not doing the interview of we introducing her to everybody because everybody she knows everybody because we've been on ghost hunts with Kadrosha. 
Yeah. It's been you fabulous. But you can, but, huh? Well, you can introduce me, or should I? Just I just sit? said I wasn't going to. Well, I'm not going to sit here and masturbate. Okay. So, all right. Let me introduce you to everybody, Kadrosha. Again, okay. you have <laughs> my outrageous man about town co-host, Mr. Ron Russell. Hi, Candy. <laughs> That fucking name of yours, Kredoshala, I never get it. I can't spell I hate it. My name is Rolando. Listen, my name is Rolando. I don't run around yelling out my name is Rolando. I'm in America. It's Ron. So now I'm going to call you Candy. Candy Candy Carol. Now listen. Hey, if you wear a low-cut blouse with those sisters that you have, and your name is Candy Carol, you could do pornographic psychic readings, <laughs> and you could and you could read. No, you could go to the morgue and you could contact the dead men and get them to rise. Just yeah. hang the sisters out; the dead men will rise if you get it. <laughs> You gorgeous thing, you. I love you and I miss you. And you better come to Palm Springs and hang I'm with us. Going to, like we were saying earlier, your social life and all the people you're involved with, they're all in their business. It's yeah, not every, enough we don't, I don't know anybody in the business around here. They give me the business, though, but well, yeah, they're not in the business. Hold on. Let's say Wait. hi to Chad real quick, the man behind the board. Say hi to Chad. <laughs> Hey, Chad. Welcome back. You are beautiful. Good to have you back again. Okay. And you know what's nice about Candy? Hmm. She is as beautiful inside as she is outside. You know, thing. I don't take to people quickly. Good thing. Um, well, I'm old. When you're old, you learn the bullshit that, you know, yeah. that works. You know what I mean? When you're my age, 78, you've met them all. <laughs> There's nobody that's tricking around. But um, if you are a phony, you're great. You're the best. <laughs> Candy Carol. But I no, like, I'm I, real. I think you know that one. We've held each other. Yeah, I'm 100% real. She's very real because we were in a McDonald's waiting to shoot the the uh, uh, the crazy show we did. The uh, what was it? The Nut House. The Nut House. The Nut House. Yeah, Kings Park. At the yes, Asylum. there we go. Right. Yeah. I said to her, you have beautiful breasts. Are they real? And she said, yes. And she let me squeeze one. And they were lovely. It's nice. <laughs> real breasts are so much nicer than the water bags. The water bags tend to feel like you're in the supermarket getting grapes in a plastic bag. That's the feeling. True. You ever put grapes in a plastic bag and squeeze them? Uh, yeah, what- I've never felt like a, a breast with that had implants or anything like that. I never they had don't, the They don't feel good. Candy, they don't feel good. So hold on. We've got a chat room full of people, first of all. And you guys, do you spell her name because Ron is lame? It's Kadrosha, K-A-D. No, 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 the name does not go with the person. That's the difference. She needed a, a more glamorous name than Kado, whatever the hell that sounds Her like. name is beautiful. It's, it's not. I hang hate on. That everybody name. in the chat room wants to know how to spell it. It's K A D R O L S H A. Kadrosha. I still can't pronounce it. I'm joking. Simple. The, go- the ghosts are grabbing my voice. Kadrosha <laughs> Ona Karol. And otherwise you call her K.O. Wait, otherwise does- you call her Queen of the Paranormal. No, no. There you go. Please, if you say her name, it sounds like a car. Kadrosha. Say it again, Jimmy. The fucking name. That's because you don't say it right. Say it. Kadrosha. It's easy. I don't speak Hungarian or whatever she is. It's Kadrosha. It's Polish and Russian. My middle name is Anastasia. Oh, my God. That's so beautiful. Well, I got one to beat you. You know what my full name is? Rolando Rocco Cesarigo. 
Now put that, put that one on the TV show. That one's nice, too. Get the fuck out of here. So put anyway. that on the TV show. Oh, we're going to watch Rolando Rocco Cesarigo on television. I think it's sexy. I really do. I like it. I like oh, it, you're, too. You're, you're crazy. So listen up, everybody. First of all, if in you want to... Italy, it would work, but in, but in Brooklyn, it didn't work. So you guys, first of all, if you want to find out what's going on with, with the Queen of the Paranorma, KO, you can follow her on Twitter. It's at Queen of the Para. Um, you can go to queenoftheparanormal.com. I have, like, something in my throat talk. Oh, I, I, I thought that was last night. Oh, come on. <laughs> anyway, this broad, this gorgeous creature, this sweet, loving, dear friend of mine has so much shit going on. She's got a doll out that looks like, of course, with the big bazooms. And she's got cartoon that she looks Comic hot. book. Comic book. She's in these little short shorts with the big bazooms hanging out. <laughs> and she's got a TV show. And she just played in a movie where they made her look like the most grotesque ugly thing well, in the what world. What movie? Is that Toxic She plays a, a nun. That movie is called The Crucifier and it'll be out in 2019 and the theme of all the movies that I've been doing with um, Tag Team Friendship LLC, it's a movie company that I, I do movies with. We do movies about like themed things like uh, sexual abuse. We'll do uh, movies about uh, bullying, anti-bullying. Uh, we do, you know, things like that, whether they're disparaging gay people, this, that, the other thing. We do movies about that to bring different themes to light. And this particular movie is about sexual abuse. And so I played um, kind of like a modern-day kind of non-scary-looking uh, person there. Well, I, I'm telling you. <laughs> I, I mean, I looked at that and I said, who the hell, this is, they did a, I don't know what they did to you, but boy, you looked scary. <laughs> no, I thought it was a horror movie. What actress, that's what it's called, I guess. I know, but I, I mean, you didn't look like now a piece of ass. You look like a, like an old lady with that thing on you. I mean, terrible photograph lighting. I, I made the costume too, so um, it's 100% authentic. I made it. Um, I took the sleeves off and made the headpiece and... Yeah, but could, couldn't you have added some sequins, a little glitz, a little bling to it? <laughs> yeah. Like cut the neckline down, put on a push-up bra. Maybe it would have been a better-looking nun. But that nun was scary. All you needed was a wart with hair coming out. Ooh. That you missed. You should have put I a got, big wart, right? I did pluck the hair. It's, yeah, I take care of things like that. I also, I want to let out, because we have a lot of new... Isn't she pretty, everybody gorgeous. in the chat room? Look at that smile. <laughs> She's got the most beautiful <laughs> smile. We have a lot of new listeners that, and, and viewers that we didn't have before we moved here, so I want to let everybody know. First of all, we met Kadrolshev because she came on our show, and uh, after she came on our show, we got her and Ricky Rebel and Eileen Shapiro and Ron and I together, yeah. and we snuck into an abandoned psychiatric King's Asylum psychiatric institution crawling through the windows. And we well, wait did. a minute, you had to watch Eileen Shapiro climbing over the fence when her. No, that was the second one. Her gigantic. That was the second well, one. Well, her forty-eight double Ds <laughs> got caught on oh, the fence. Oh, she's she's the queen of huge. Yes, the queen, the queen of huge. huge. You're the queen of the paranormal. So we actually did two of them, you guys. We did another one at another place, and, and both of them were fun. One of them's about an hour and a half long, and one of them's only 20 minutes because it rained, and we had problems, but we had a blast anyway. But, and you but, guys can find them on YouTube on the Jimmy Star. Wait a Star second. Kardashian, whatever the hell it is. Well, I see Candy. Candy was walking through this horrible uh, plaster hanging, falling down, broken, dirty, rat-infested uh, crazy house. 
And suddenly she came out and there were two scratches on her chest in the shape of crucifixes. So we didn't know how that happened. Then we heard a ghostly voice off to one of the rooms and we went and nothing was there. So she was really, you know, drumming up oh my some, God, we had a fun some time. scary people yeah. that were dead. Then we went in the room where they did the, the what's it called? B b b the lobotomies. Lobotomies. Yeah. And then we found the chains on the wall where they used to chain the crazy people to the wall. That was scary. That was really, that was yeah. weird. Then Ricky Rebel and I had to pee. <laughs> so we found a corner, the two of us are peeing. And you know, uh, going back to that, the King's Park, we did have permission, by the way. We, we got that. So we had that writing right. in which was great. Otherwise, we would have been handcuffed and we would have been chained to the wall. <laughs> <laughs> But when we did the EVP, remember, Jimmy? We did that, and it came back, Jimmy, Jimmy Starr. And you can hear that right on the recording. Yeah, right you can hear it on the recording. It was way cool, you guys. Your name because we kept calling you. And then when we asked, uh, do you know who we are or whatever, it came back, Jimmy, Jimmy Starr. So that's it's like our song. Well, then, then yeah. after after a couple of minutes, it came back with, but Ron Russell's the biggest star. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But you guys, listen, if you go to the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell uh, uh, YouTube page, both of the uh, things are up there. Between the two of them, they got a little over 300,000 plays. they're funny. They're really they're, a lot of fun. And that's how we met Kadrosha, and we've had a blast, and, and that's how we've grown to love her. And the second one with Aaron, we were outside, yes. and um, it was right by the something, whatever. I forgot, a doorway to something. And yes. Aaron saw somebody standing there, and he got so scared. He, like a jackrabbit, flew across that lawn screaming. Oh, I remember that. Remember that? He was so scared. And then we had the and then we were driving, and the ghost like went up oh, against the ran windshield. Oh, ran against the side of our car. We saw a woman in white running mm -hmm. a alongside of the car as we were driving in the pitch dark. And the headlights glowed on her white. Or whatever it was, robe as she was running. So, it was you such know, an insane trip. We got, you know, we, we make good chemistry, so we have to get together again. And uh, absolutely, we well, have, we have wait, to wait, do wait, is hang on. We have so many places out here in Palm Springs that we could contact the spirits of the early settlers because so many of these camps they were killed by Indians and stuff, and a lot right. of shit on here. What we have to do is work out that to get whoever books you for shows to book a show like in L.A. or some one of some of the conventions that are out here, and that way you're already here, and they pay for you to come out here to go to that, well, and then you just come that, to us. That would be good, you know. I, I it, it's funny because I've earned a reputation. I book my stuff so I can keep that extra money. I like that. Oh, that's good. Yeah, there you listen, go. Listen, get somebody to so, book. Yeah, you. I'll, I'll see. No. Like, some people like to work with agents. Some like to work with the talent directly. Um, I've got a good reputation. I keep my word um, and my promises, you know. So they just call me and ask me to be on the shows now. And uh, it's way better to do yeah, it without the agent. I don't it's deal way with better. It. It's no, way better to do it without I the agent. I do it like we did years ago. Years ago, if you knew people, you didn't call their agent. You called the star directly. Right. Uh, you know, I did that with all my people on my show. I call. I never ever dealt with an agent. I called every one of my stars and said, "Would you like to be on?" And they said, "Absolutely," and we negotiated that way. But I think they still had to pay an agent fee. Oh well. So so since the first time we had you on the show, all kinds of cool things have happened. Now you're the first person to be a comic book superhero doing what she does in real life. When does a comic book come out? Oh, that already came out. That came out. Um Probably about like nine months ago, I'm thinking. Oh, I you didn't should even have know sent it came us. Out. We, we want to send us one. We could have shown I it to you. I'll mail yeah. it up 
Yeah, but and we would have. I, uh, I got another comic book coming out just as Queen of the Paranormal and different adventures. And I'm working with uh, Brian Morse. He was the um, the author for it, and we worked together on the script. And then, of course, Paul Quinn, uh, awesome, awesome uh, comic book artist, and he's got a really funky style. I like the way he has me dressed and like an Esther Williams type a superhero costume, and I just love it. And um, so that will be coming out. Um, he's, he's working on some final pages, and that book should be out, I'm hoping, within a month or two. And then that will be up for sale as well. I love and, it. And do I you also, take, go ahead. I was going to say, do you, do you take those comic books with you when you do your signings? Oh, God, yes. That's yeah. so cool. Now, listen, uh, Candy, we have a thing here in Palm Springs called Celebrity Signings, and you can come out here and sit. I think they get 30 bucks or 35 bucks a, a picture signing. That depends wow. on the person. And about $30 for a photograph. So that can kind of make your trip, you know, worthwhile. You'll pay oh, for expenses. Look, look, look for the conventions in Palm Springs. And we see have a lot. Of we have more conventions here for the movie industry than anywhere I'm in the country. That. I promise you, because, you know, it'd be great to do that, to con you know, compensate for the money, whatever, the, get a ticket. But my whole goal is I just want to see you guys. I, I, well, really absolutely. Do that. I think of we, you we, often. I follow all. I all follow you. I follow you every day. We can't. Have you stay at the house because of our dog? You know, Shazam is not a happy boy. He doesn't like anybody in the house. So we always keep him in the guest bedroom, you know, when we have company. <laughs> you can come for dinner, but you can't no, sleep because we got no place to put him. But when you do come, I will have a big cocktail party for you and introduce oh, I love that. so many people that you've seen on Facebook that you will get to know. I'd be no. more comfortable in a hotel anyways. I know me, my sleeping habits and snoring and, you know. No, no, but it's, all, it's okay. Say, because, oh, wait, wait. Huh? Bring the earplugs. I can't stand it. You're snoring so loud. No, listen, <laughs> my, da my daughter, Deirdre, who's an actress, in order to support herself as a waitress, as every actress is, you know, that's sure. the, the yeah. real way. She works for a major five-star hotel here. And the rooms at the hotel are from four to five hundred dollars a day, wow. but she you gets. Don't, you can't say that stuff publicly. Uh, then I never said what hotel she works okay. for. Okay, okay, she gets a good deal. She can get you the five hundred dollar room for like a hundred, hundred and fifty a day. A hundred a day, probably. A hundred a day. I will call you. Yes. I when I go, we can do a convention, we can have a cocktail party. I really so badly want to meet your friends out there and, I don't know, just share the love, hugs and kisses and, you know. No, everybody we know is nice. No, if, if somebody here is not nice and we don't bother with them, you, they exile people in this town quickly. If you come into town and you think you're going to take it over and be a big shot and, and push people around, you're out. We, I mean... You, we have major stars here. I mean, legendary superstars from my era, from the 40s, who we're friends with. And you would never know that they ha are the biggest names that Hollywood ever had. I mean, huge names, gigantic names, like Carol Channing, for one. Uh, you know, Carol, Carol comes to the house. You know, she's a yenta. She likes to give gossip. Ordinary. Nobody There's talks. a lot of cool people no here. No one talks about their stardom or the films they do. We throw them out the window if they do that. We talk about life. You know, like Carol Channing, her memory's gone. Or da -da 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 -da. We talk about. We talk about everything. The real thing. We had all these directors and stuff over the other day talking about yeah. movies. We do yeah, everything. But, no, we do a little bit about that, but we basically talk about us. 
And that's nice because you don't want to be in the I, 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 I party where it's all about I, 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 and nobody listens to you. They just go on a roll about who they are. Oh, gosh. I, yeah, I've experienced that before. Oh, have you ever met them? Shut up, my God, please. Well, I do. I do tell them. I do. I honestly do. I say, okay, enough about your bullshit. Now, who are you? Are you gay? Are you straight? Do you get laid? Does your boyfriend have a big wang? I say all that shit. And they're shocked, but they answer. I say, I want to know who you are. I know your film yep. credits, but I'd like to know who you are. And that's how it goes. So I have questions for you now because you've got so many new things going on. Okay. Um, you're uh, you have a uh, you're going to be a paranormal 13 news host uh, on Galaxy Global TV. I'm super good friends with those guys on Twitter, and oh. it's coming out in October 2018. That's coming up. Oh my God! You switched. Oh, that's so cool. Uh, we <laughs> we didn't do it. It's the ghost. No, it's something with the camera. It does it on its own. Um, yeah, now, um, actually, going to debut this fall. I'm hoping uh, editing is going great. And we're going to be seeing, obviously, Galaxy Global Networks, Hot Rock TV. We have um, a deal with Comcast nationally. So we're on all Comcast stations nationally. You can see us there. And we've got the, the Hulu, Apple TV, and the list just goes on and on and on with that. And what the program is, is to bring you news regarding the paranormal. All genres could be cryptozoology, Bigfoot, UFOs, ghost hunting. We debunk um, footage. We have stars on, which I want to talk to you about, and um, I, I interview them or they give me their commentary about the paranormal, and we, and we put that up on the show. Um, so it's, it's going to be fun, but the, the thing I like about the program the most is I developed um, a part of it. I'm, you know, part owners of it and uh, pro executive producer, and I want to empower women for the program and men. And so what I do is I um, I rotate the host like every three or four shows, and we have different women that come on the show. So they're able to sell their wares or talk about themselves and um, exchange commerce at a level that they never thought they'd be able to uh, do it worldwide um, like that. So it's a gift to give back to women and men, and you know um, give everybody a break. I got a great break. So so why not pass on that goodness to other people? Okay, I love it. I, I would like to come on your show. You've got it. No, you seriously. I want to tell I want to tell wait, I want to tell the ghostly story on how and why I met Jane Russell, the movie oh. legend. Oh it's a perfect. wonderful story that and it's true. It's all perfect. true. I remember you told me, and I want to give it away, but no. that No, don't give it away. That's perfect. I love that. And that I think that's a the, the guys from Hot Rock TV are really cool. Oh, I wait a minute, with them every day. One thing. For those of you out there who have lost a loved one, if your heart is truly broken as mine was and you're absolutely devastated mentally, physically, you will be contacted by the lost dead one who will try to console you and give you something to be happy. I found, I was told by a spirit to go find Jane Russell. And she pulled me out of the deepest depression I was ever in in my life when I lost my a partner of 46 years to pancreatic cancer. The story will unfold when I'm on your show. There you go. I love it. Hey, great, great. Thank you so much, Ron. Thank so you. So congratulations on that, though. I think that's like incredibly how are you gonna cool. How are you going to find time for all this? 
Oh, you know, all I do is work. I don't even have a sex life anymore. I mean, I just like gave that up. That's not, well, that's not good. So if you don't have if you don't have sex, you have a rabbit. It's a joke. It's a joke. Oh, I hope so. Otherwise, no, I have sex. Just I was gonna ma- I was gonna mail you I was gonna mail you an electric rabbit <laughs> if you didn't have sex. So tell me who you having sex with? Anybody exciting? She's not gonna tell you. She'll tell me. We're talking. Nobody's listening. Oh my God! No. Listen, there's only four and a half million people listening. What the hell do they care? But anyway, um, so wait, just, wait she- shut up. I'm getting dirt. Do you have a steady boyfriend? I'm married. That's what I said. Do you have a steady boyfriend? <laughs> I got a couple. <laughs> no, I have. <laughs> so t- I didn't know you were married. And she has a yeah. son who almost. Came I know with you her. have a gorgeous son who's a movie star. I mean, he's gorgeous, your son. He wants to be a movie star. I oh, he, he's handsome. He's so handsome. Oh, is he he's handsome? A he's a he's- good boy. He's gay. He's a good boy. Right. I love him, and we do a lot. Like, and when he was in high school, I went to a lot of um, you know the events that supported you know um, gay and lesbians and transgenders in his school. And a great supporter of all of that, and he loves your show. Just absolutely loves your show. Well, if I what's your son's name? If I were twenty-one, I would have gone after. Wait, what's your son's name? Gorgeous. Name is George. George, what's up? George, gorgeous. Hey, George, gorgeous. (laughs) And he's definitely watching today because you have a husband still, or you got rid of him. Oh, I still have them. I, I have them. And, you know, the thing wait, wait, is... Wait, wait, how many years are you married? Um, I would have 13. 13 years coming up this October 26th. And how's the sex? Still good? She I have no complaints. I mean, oh. I haven't called you bitching yet, so no. Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> See, these are the questions I love to ask. And celebrities answer because we're real people. <laughs> We're just actors that go to a freezing cold, ugly factory to work in a film. If anybody saw what the studios look like at early six o'clock in the morning, everybody's got eye snot. Everybody's hair's a mess. We all have bad breath. Everybody runs for the coffee pot. Bagels we eat. Now you got to go to makeup. You got to go to hair. You got to go to wardrobe. Then finally you get in front of the, the, you go to your set and seven hours later they got the right lighting or bulb blue or some bullshit. And then two minutes of the shoot, you shoot. And there goes 16 hours to get two minutes of film. I mean, it's (laughs) a shit business. That's absolutely It's a shit business. Meanwhile, yeah, well, the movie uh, Crucifier, um, not Crucifier, I was in a movie uh, last year that was filmed called Silent Times. And Silent Times, the first of its kind in like 80 years, it's a silent film, filmed the same way with a feed, uh, the film, like so many seconds per frame, that kind of stuff. It was uh, historically accurate as far as makeup and clothing. And it also had an anti-bullying theme and all this uh, to go with it. And we just found out that we our finalists in um, the in an IMDb accredited film award, and the company is O O N I R O S. I can't pronounce it, but it's in Italy, and they're part of IMDb. There's only a few of those film festivals out there, and we're a finalist for it. And we'll know next week whether we want or not. So congratulations! I hope you win. I'm a producer on that program and a program movie and also a um, 
an actress in it. I got an award for doing best cameo. But that's sure. Chris Anino, who Christopher Anino. He's a great guy and great vision. Um, former wrestler, and I, I love him to death. He's he's a good friend, and he was the one that got me involved in that. And he's one of the writers and producers as well. You also you also did Toxic Tutu last year. Yes, I did Toxic Tutu. Actually, we filmed it, I think, like three years ago. And then uh, Joan Ardelli passed away from a very rare blood cancer. And uh, Mark um, Torgel, who was the mop boy, he uh, is trying to get it distributed. And we're going to keep working together to see if we can get this movie out so people can actually see it. Lloyd Kaufman was literally, Lloyd Kaufman was... Probably like in our first 10 shows when I first started and we were just radio, he was one of our very first guests. And he was hilarious. Now now we could segue to me. Fuck all of you. Okay. That's three. That's how many fucks I did? Three or four. I'm only allowed a few fucks on the show. That's what the president of the network said. He came on earlier. I said, well, I'll stop doing it. He said, no, you're allowed fucks, but not as many. So I'm trying to limit them. Anyway, I am back in filming. I've decided I'm bored to death. The show is only once a week, and the rest of the time I have nothing to do but go to lunch and get fat. So now I'm back to work, and I've got three movies I'm making coming up in the next six months. Wow. I can't, well, I'm shooting one in November where I play. No, a, no, you can't say anything. I can play a mafia. Well, I can okay, give well. the name of the film. Jimmy, stop being my mother. I know. Well, my mother used to do until that. the contracts my are signed. To, I don't want my to like... mother used to edit everything I said. My so mother. You married, so you married your mother. This is so typical. Oh God! Married your mother. Is Whoa. It a, except my mother could cook. You know. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I can't cook. That's true. At no, all. but seriously, I. I mean, I. I've played the mafia so many times, and I've played cops from Brooklyn. Yes. I wish they'd cast me as a lord in England, you know, with an English accent. I want to play something elegant and gorgeous where I don't have to be such a loudmouth, you know, cafono. But anyway, that's Actually, typecasting. We're, we're hoping in January to create World Star Talent, and uh, World Star Talent will be like a licensed talent agency with all the breakdowns, so oh. all the people that we work with can actually get submitted to all the things that are... Uh, well, yes, if ever we need, if, if I'm in a movie and I need a nude scene with a woman in bed, we're going to call <laughs> yeah. you. Hey, and I'll be right there, baby. Listen, yeah. I, you know, I'm not that gay, sweetie. <laughs> <laughs> I, do have two, I do have two kids. I've been to the tunnel of love before. <laughs> also, I also wrote down on here that. Uh, are you are you actually doing a Netflix series? Is it already oh, done? Give me a break with this bitch. Well, what else is, <coughs> are you giving oil changes at a gas station too? No, no. I mean, she does. <laughs> you do everything. You do everything. Uh, what? Um, it, his name is Ron Kerner, and he's uh, called the Last of the Tough Jews, and they're doing a a story on his life. He's a wise guy, a mobster, former. Um, he's on federal probation now, but these are the stories of his life and his legacy through the mob. And I play, you know, the younger version of his mom. And these were going to be for Netflix, but I'm not really sure how what they're slated for now. I think they're going to be slated for actual television, like um, maybe not on the Netflix. I'm not sure, but I, I have that part, so that's going to be good. And also, Ron Kerner and I are working on a, uh, a different type of paranormal program. Can't say too much. He's going to do a, a cute little promo for me so we can put it up. And um, we'll start filming that, I guess. You have to clear a lot. Um, 
you can't say too much, like, you know, in that business about people and things that have happened. So yes. it's going to have to be kind of a cleaner version, but still with um, the players involved and to um, highlight things that they have done and also to do healings uh, for, you know, other people or the victims and things. So uh, it should be an interesting program. Have you heard of Ronnie the Rottweiler? That's who she's talking about. Ronnie the Rottweiler. I don't know. He's like he's a, a mobster guy. No, he's a mob oh, mobster guy. Ronnie the Rottweiler, not in Brooklyn. I don't know. Maybe he's from Bronx or Boston, <laughs> but he's certainly not from Brooklyn with that name. Ronnie the Rottweiler. No. Anyway, that's who she's doing. The, the, they're doing a life about him because he's a, like a retired well, he's mob not a, boss. He's not a mob boss from Brooklyn. That's for sure. I I don't know about. No, he's not. He must be from. from he he was a. He was a boxer, and he boxed under that Rottweiler um, thing, and he owned the Rottweiler dogs and whatnot. But he uh, went to federal prison for uh, a while there with, um, you know, the um, guys. Shit. Pictures of, of all of them, like where he worked and stories. And just Google it. You'll see his uh, connections and who he was with, <coughs> families he was with, and things like that. So. Yeah, I love but, it, though. It's just I, so cool I, with I, all You know, I knew practically everybody in uh i'm not calling it the mafia because there's no such thing as the mafia and there's no such thing as organized crime either those are words <laughs> that the fbi made up yeah these are businessmen so i refer to them as businessmen and i've met all the businessmen they're probably in business in brooklyn and i've never heard of ronnie the rottweiler so there you go. And I've met some of the he's biggest, most young guy. I think he's, he's like 38 years old. He's oh, oh, he's a no one. He's a kid. No, I knew the champs. I knew the big names, the big guys, the guys that, uh, the businessmen that ran the banks, the government, the police stations. The <laughs> you're talking about the ones that you see like all the TV shows. Yeah. About. No, no, I'm, I'm talking about the, the businessmen that ran New York. Well, you know City. what? Maybe you can consult on the show then. No. You no, 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 no. My friends, the businessmen, they don't like to be talked about, and I will never. It wouldn't never, be on that. It would I be would on the new stuff. About what? Yeah. Whatever they did, anyway. I, I don't it. give it's out over. secrets of people's businesses. You know that. Never. Anyway, my mouth is sealed. The whole, the whole point of me bringing it up was since the last time we've talked to you, you have so many cool new things that you got going on. It's and very, one, very exciting. And one other thing, I'm working with. Um, I'm making a children's book with uh, Billy Diamond. Oh. And Billy Diamond is uh, the gentleman that uh, was instrumental with Jim Henson and the Muppets. He was the puppeteer, and he still has a lot of the puppets and things. And we're doing uh, a book, Queen of the Paranormal type thing, called Dean the Dinosaur is Sad. And the t uh, subtitle is Positivity Saves the Day. So we're trying to turn like sad situations into a positive situation through a children's book. That's what I we're love doing. it. Congratulations. That's wonderful. Now tell me, answer me honestly, when do you have time to take a leak? I have depends on, I just pee in my pants. <laughs> I mean, good, good for you. Because you don't have time to go take a leak. You are doing so much. You are going to be so big in like three years. That oh, well, you know, I, I look at it like acknowledgments and it's part of career growth. It's the job we do, um, and I hope that I have the kids involved um, with me, and we all work together, which is great. You know, I, it's it. just not me sitting here doing it. It's me, the front person, 
but I also have my daughter running the social media. George does all the filming and he helps with production all the time. Um, I just wish that maybe they'd come with me on events. Uh, it does get lonely. I'm doing a Vermont Comic Con coming up and um, yeah, actually I'm leaving this weekend. For that but um i love your poster behind you i love the big okay, banner yeah. yeah i designed that and made that to, uh, i to- love it there's us we're on the bottom right hand corner that's our greatest ghost show on earth you kidding me i'll never take that down oh, Absolutely. I, I could send you a nude of me sitting like this naked no it wasn't going on the poster though well that would go on the poster nicely we give it a, a little bit of interest, no you know, way. sexual interest. Yeah, look at how look how gorgeous she is. No, looks. but that's all of her. But wouldn't that look nice if <laughs> no, me you're naked? here. That's you. Yeah, but naked would be better. <laughs> yeah, well, with an erection. Yeah, right. She'd get. Oh, that's that's your comic book here. That's your comic book, and the red one is the comic book. Yeah, that's one? one of them. Yeah. Uh, no, go to the right. The red one. It looks red, red from here. Yeah, that that's that's the new costume with the Esther Williams like top. Oh, like, I love it. Yeah, I like. I think it's more user friendly than the boobs hanging out and stuff. So. Oh I bullshit! The boobs more for kids, more for kids more than for kids. Well, kids like to look at boobs. Now, answer me a question, my love. Sure. Why did you wear that high neck today? And knowing you're coming on the show, I was looking forward to saying hi to the sisters. I I don't know. I I thought I looked. Pretty and you look gorgeous. Yeah, Don't when, mind him. When, when the sisters are smiling, you look so much. You can better. still see him smile. They're smiling underneath the leopard. Yeah, but we can. The flower. I love the flowers see. with the leopard. Meanwhile, it's you, a couple of weeks ago, you had a picture on Facebook. I mean, everything was out there, but the nipples. I mean, you really had that close-up cleavage shot. Yeah, it's on my Facebook. Was that for the? I'm doing a. Um, there's a. I'm doing a cover of a novel, a novel series called the Haven series, and uh, they wrote me a part in the book, which is really nice. And we went out to do cover shots out by a river, and that was um, that was a lot of 110 degrees. I thought I was going to die. I wanted to go skinny dipping, but I didn't want to offend the photographer. <laughs> Rip your clothes off. <laughs> I, I'm just a natural girl. I love to swim in the nude, and I just I. You know, I, there's nothing wrong with the human body. You have to embrace. No, well, it. well, we have we have a pool. We have a pool you could use. Absolutely. <laughs> you you got to like love it. It's 110 here. Like every, it's been 110 here every day. Yeah, uh, but we don't but have any humidity. We don't have humidity. We don't have dry. humidity like you guys. We're it's like seven percent humidity, not like eighty percent. So if, it's, if it's not it that was, hot. You it go was in the, so hot. It was awful. No. In Palm Springs, if you go in the sun, it's hot as hell. The minute you step into the shade, it's cool. Isn't that amazing? And if you get out of the pool in 115 degrees of heat, it's chilly. Wow. Yeah. Because there's no humidity. humidity. Humidity holds heat. Dryness doesn't. So we always have a breeze coming in off the mountains. Because there's snow up in the top of the mountains, so it brings a cool breeze down. Yeah, in the wintertime, it'll be like 80 degrees here, and it'll be snowing in the mountain that's only like three miles away. <laughs> wow, sounds like such a beautiful place. It is. Well, you could swim during the day. You know, you could go skiing during the day and then drive back down the down mountain and swim in the pool. So you get the best, the best of all of it. I love Palm Springs. I mean, I'm sorry. I, well, I had to leave it. I lived here for eight years. I had to leave it to meet Jimmy in Florida. So mission accomplished. I met Jimmy. Now we're back here. And I promise you, I'll go out of here feet first. It's fabulous. And we're only like 90 minutes from uh, L.A., so it's not very – it's just like when we went to New York from Pennsylvania. Yeah. 
Exactly. Listen, listen, if I should die in the immediate future, I'm going to contact you. So remember that. Oh, please do. Do please a seance. Do, do I'll, I'll EVPs the moment I find out you're dead. I know me. Well, no, when, I, when I'm dead, all you have to do is go braless, lie your boobs on the table, and then contact me, and I'll be there. <laughs> One more thing I want to bring up, because like you have so much fascinating shit while I you're laughing you. about I the boobs. I love you. I love you. I love you, too. What was the 40th anniversary? What, what did you do for the 40th? I miss Candy. I miss her. Control show. I miss her also. She's my Candy. And uh, what did you do for the 40th anniversary of The Exorcist? What I did um, was I supplied the footage for um, the director's cut on the 40th anniversary edition of uh, The Exorcist on DVD Blu-ray. And what it is is, is I, took, um, I took a few years to, to put this together. These are the actual original Bishop's tapes. We have Father Gallagher, who mentored William Peter Blatty, who wrote The Exorcist yes. book, subsequently the movie. These are the actual documents from Father uh, Gallagher. He would hold up the bishop's files and he would read, uh, you unclean spirits. Then I matched it with the movie, you unclean spirits. Oh, my God. How cool is that? And the list went down on how the real facts matched the movie facts. And so um, Bob Boyd and Mike Siegel own those tapes, and I put them together. They sold them to um, Warner Brothers so they could put it on um, the DVD. And uh, the histories from there, I got a, a measly paycheck. But, hey, I got the credit and I can run with it. So sometimes, you know, publicity and credit is more valuable than the few pennies they gave me. Absolutely. Well, at least you got something. You know, I do this show every week for six years. And Jimmy took me to IHOP for pancakes, thanking, thank, thanking me for doing the show. He said, you know, I really feel bad because, you know, you don't make any money <laughs> on the show. So let me take you to IHOP and you can order the five ninety nine senior uh, pancakes. Last night I took him to P.F. Chang's. <laughs> wow, that was a splurge. for the early bird dinner. <laughs> yeah, oh, we did well, go early because we, we went to a 6.15 movie. Right. <laughs> but, and, and, you know, and I felt bad that Jimmy was taking me to dinner, yeah. so I only ordered egg rolls and wonton soup. So my bill was under $10 because I don't like to stress him. <laughs> yeah, listen to him. <laughs> Hey, I, the world knows that I'm cheap. What are you going to do? Hey, Jimmy, that's just the Jimmy way it is. Jimmy will not go to an expensive restaurant if you shot him out of a cannon. He hates it. He said he could buy a, a horror doll or a horror comic book with that money that he will enjoy rather than eating food that the next day is gone, a memory. So, you know, we don't go out to restaurants. I mean, I do. He's a cook. He cooks. He's yeah. a great cook. But I like. But I'll cook for you when you come, whatever you like. I'm ta long Italian food. I don't cook anything but Italian food. I love Italian food. Then I'll cook for you, whatever you like, honey. You come for dinner. We'll make a big party. I've got a lot of friends. We have piano. We sing it. We sing at our parties. We dance. We all do gummy bears. I can't wait. Oh, we have fun. No, it'll be a lot of fun. Everybody's an alcoholic. Today. Everybody, where everybody's an alcoholic here, so everybody drinks wine and they all get buzzed. And when they're buzzed, they're outrageous. We have a fun time. 
I really miss you. I mean, when I don't see you, I forget you because I'm being honest. Then when I see you, I miss you. I get feelings. But I see you on Facebook every day, and I do like and comment on your Facebook. No, I see you that you do, and it warms my heart. I follow your stuff, too. And um, I just have a thing for you guys. I I do. It's really deep. I love you. So what is your Facebook? What is your Facebook? Tell everybody know what your Facebook is. Uh, Karosha Ona. Carol, I think, or okay. you can just type in Queen of the Paranormal. I don't know. I know if you go to queenoftheparanormal.com, you can get to all the social media sites from there. There you go. So then you guys can also find out where she's going to be signing, what convention she's going to be at, um, her whole schedule. So go to queenoftheparanormal.com, yeah. and um, uh, we're going to have to cut this now. So uh, And oh, soon, really soon, soon she's getting a new page on Facebook. It's going to be called Candy Carol. And if you go <laughs> into that, you'll see nudes of her oh. in the bathtub wow. and at the beach. <laughs> Look at that gorgeous face. That smile. I want your teeth. I never had a nice smile. I have like a little smile. Little mouth. You do have gorgeous teeth. I mean, but when you smile, you just smile. And it lights up the whole room. I mean, it's a broad, big... If I had your smile, I wonder what I'd look like. I'd look like Carol. You'd look (laughs) like a freak, I'm sure. I don't know. You You have the most beautiful smile. You are handsome. You know you are. You are handsome. Yeah, Um, but I don't... We're talking... Something with this Tony Curtis thing is like all over you. Even more now than before. Um, yeah, I got. I can feel like he's just radiating all around there. Well, really- I, lo- I love him to death. Uh, I'm so sorry that I didn't get to his house in Las Vegas to see his artwork, to put it on, on the show, because his artwork was really good. Uh, Tony said he was going to stop by Palm Springs, get me, we were going to go to Vegas and do, do the show, and he passed away in England. So I would love one day to work with you to see if we can get a message from Tony. Of course, we'll yes. That when, I, when I get there, yeah. Great. When I do. I do, do feel. That. I do feel the two, the three people, mostly Jane Russell and Mr. Blackwell, are with me all the time. Mr. Blackwell is with me with my business because he is the one that's telling me get off your ass and go back to making movies. Jane Russell is with me. She keeps me level-headed. And Tony Curtis is my insanity because Tony had a filthy mouth. He was a dirty son of a bitch. He loved to. I asked him, are you gay? He said, no, I just like sex with everybody. I mean, he's just the most wonderful human being in the world. Tony Curtis is is my favorite interview out of all my interviews. And Jane Russell, of course. I, I keep getting this thing with Jane Russell. Her hand is going like this. Like, yeah, well, Jane did that. I don't know what, that, what that is, I see her like right now going like this. That's how Jane spoke. Oh, okay, okay, great. All right. Jane, 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 Jane had the most beautiful hands. Eighty-nine years old, her hands were like a teenager, smooth, no knuckles, no wrinkles, gorgeous fingernails, long maintained. And when Jane spoke, she always did this when she spoke. She moved her shoulder, and her very graceful woman. Loved her to pieces. All right, everybody. So this is Kadrosha, Kadrosha Ona Carol. You can follow her on Twitter at Queen of the Para, or go to QueenOfTheParanormal.com to see everything that she's got going on. She's gonna come visit us in Palm Springs sometime soon, and she's got a lot of great stuff. So we want to thank you for coming back on the show. We love you. We miss you, and we'll see you soon. Love you, Candy. Bye. Kisses. Kisses. Yay. See you on Facebook. Fantastic. 
Oh, I love that girl. She's wonderful, you, you guys. You know, we are blessed. We have so many friends that we truly love. It's not bullshit. This is not Hollywood, folks, where they go, I love you, darling. Let's do lunch. That crap. I hate those people. <laughs> These are real people who we've worked with, who we know socially. We knew her when we lived in New York. I mean, we, we, we just know. I, and I our think, two ghost hunts were a blast. Yeah, I just think that we, you know what? Uh, birds of a feather flock together. That's so true. People gyrate around their own. Evil, mean, vicious, rotten, bastard people are friends with the same. Good people with good, kind hearts who love human beings generate and hang out together. And that's why Jimmy and I always have the nicest friends because, believe it or not, I could be funny and witty, and I beat him in the head with the microphone, and I yell at him, but that's all a game that we play for you guys, because in my email, all I get is, I love when you and Jimmy fight. I go hysterical when you call them those silly names, like Fruitorama and Queenessa. They love that. Like Queenessa. <laughs> Queenessa and Fruitorama, or Fruit Loop Fruit. But anyway, we do that as a joke. I love my Jimmy. I never fight with him or anything. Uh, it's part of the show. But love your friends and choose well. Choose people who love you back. And you've seen the people on our show, how, how warm they are and how much they love Jimmy and I and how much we love them. Uh, and it's a they lot all, of fun. And they all come to our home and we cook and we party. So we're friends. And I'm just blessed to have the friends that I have. And also to have the, uh, the, the uh, spokesperson, Chad, on our show, who's another sweetheart. Spokesperson. So we... No, it's true, Chad. You're a great guy. Gorgeous and, and great. But um, we, we only surround ourselves with nice people. He's right. 100% right. Thank also, you. then, you guys, um, we want to welcome uh, Pat Grant. Join the chat room. So what's up, Pat? She's in Canada. and uh, Freezing her ass off, uh, I heard. Is it cold? Yeah, I guess oh, it's somebody, cold there already. Um, one of my Canadian Facebook friends said it was so cold they had to turn the heat on. I thought, heat? At this time of the year, she said it's cold up there. She's up too. in Quebec. No, not Quebec. The west coast of, of Canada. What the hell was she? All the way up. So near, anyway, near let's do a quick music break, and then we're going to come back and talk a few minutes, and then we'll get our next guest on the show. How about let's do Slightly Left of Center, Chad? Slightly Left of Center. We can do that. All right, everybody. So this is the Slightly Left of Center. They're a great band. The name of the song is Euphoria. I think you guys are going to love it and enjoy. We'll talk to you in a second. There you go.
so hit the lights We're going all the way tonight I'm gonna take your mind for a ride in euphoria Stop playing with your neck, would you? There you go. Is that the end of the show? A song? That sure is. <laughs> hey, everybody. So Ron's <laughs> playing with his neck, and everybody can see it in the video. Look how young I look. You look weird, though. And that was slightly left of center euphoria look, while Ron looks weird. I don't think he looks. I think he looks better just the way he is. No, I'm, I'm uh, hanging like a chicken. I got what they call rooster neck. Look, swinging like a chicken. <laughs> look at it. Swings. Woo, woo, awesome. woo. You gotta like love it. No, Stop pulling on it. it. Gets worse. And I got puppet lines here. I look like Howdy Doody. <laughs> anyway, yes, you guys, that was uh, uh, that was slightly left to center. And yes, he does sound kind of like Adam Levine. They're a really cool band out of Australia. You gotta like love it. Looky, looky, looky. Oh, we're getting there. Hey, Harley. Hey, hey. Oh, oh, very good. Very good. Everything looks good. You look good. Hey. That, all right. So. So, so say something real quick. Let's make sure everybody can hear you. Are we on? All right. We're on the air, so let's go, baby. How about that? All right, yeah, can you hear me? Sound yeah, yeah we can away. hear you. I love it. I want to come closer to the mic. <laughs> he says, come closer to the mic. You okay. have to readjust the angle, too, if you come closer. And then li- and then ra- raise your camera a little. Your head's yeah. cut off. He's working up, on it. Up, up, up. Okay, good boy. There you go. Now yeah. you look like a movie star. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. All right, everybody. Now we want to re-welcome back to the Jimmy Star yeah. Show with Ron Russell, the incredibly talented actor, writer, director, producer, probably stunt coordinator. I don't know. He probably does everything. But the amazingly talented Harley Wallen. Hello and welcome to the show. And thank most you, of all, thank you so much. Most of all, one of the nicest people we've had on our show. Oh, Absolutely. Thank you so much. So I know you know all of us, but we're going to reintroduce ourselves yeah. anyway. So we got our cool, outrageous man about town co-host, Mr. Ron Russell. Here to torture you again and drive you crazy. <laughs> I, I love it. Love Remember it. the last time? <laughs> then, then we have the man behind the boards, Mr. Chad Murphy. Welcome back, Carla. Good to have you. Thanks, Chad. And then we have a chat room, literally, from people everywhere all over the place. So say hi to everybody in the chat room. Hello, everybody. There you go. So, so everybody, this is Harley Wallen, and he is having a phenomenal year as a person who makes movies. I want to say congratulations. Last time we had you on, uh, you were getting ready to release the movie Bennett's Song, and now it's out, and I watched it, and it is fabulous. So congratulations on that one. And uh, um, then now soon, you guys, he's going to have the world premiere of his brand-new film called Betrayed. It's coming uh, on September 26th in L.A. is the premiere. Yeah, this is a badass movie. We're gonna show everybody a trailer for it in a little bit. Uh, it stars besides Harley. It stars T.J. Storm, who we actually met at a red carpet event a couple of weeks ago, and I think we're gonna He's see awesome. him tonight. John Savage, Billy Worth from the Lost Boys, Bianca Blanco, Jan Birch. He's coming on our show in like two weeks. Yeah. And uh, and Richard, Richard Tyson. Tyson, you got a great great cast. So congratulations on Thank the new you. film, Betrayed. And we're going to see it next week. Two weeks. Yeah, Two I weeks. can't wait to have you guys there. That's going to yeah. be so awesome. We're, I'm excited we're, that you're coming. 
Well, it's a red carpet event at the uh, Chinese. They don't call it the Grauman Theater anymore. Now it's just called the Chinese Theater. Y yeah, the Chinese uh, yeah, Grauman TCL Grumman. or TCL or Garman. Yeah, um, you, it's, it's at the Chinese Theater, uh, right by the Kodak. Yep. Yeah, that used to be the Chinese Grumman Theater because the Grumman. Yeah. I guess they got rid of the Grumman when they rebought when somebody bought it, and now it's yeah. the Chinese Theater. That's stupid. I like the old name better. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so where? Wait, yeah. where are you right now? Are you in like? Because you live in Connecticut or someplace, right? I live. I live in Michigan. I am in Michigan right now. I'll be here for another week, and then I'm heading to LA. Okay. And who's in the poster behind you? Oh, that's actually the poster for Moving Parts, my uh, my very first film. That's uh, it's on uh, Amazon Prime and everything else. It's a, a plot twist movie. I love it. I have to say, like, so wait a minute. I want to ask him a question. Yeah. What do you attribute all the good stuff that's going on now? All the, uh, I mean, you're really skyrocketing. What do you attribute it to? I think I, I think I've assembled an amazing team. I, I, I you know, I, I think I'm really good. So don't don't mistake what I believe in myself. But I'm not that good it's to have everything move at the pace that it's moving right now. Uh, we just won awards at the Gold Movie Awards. Uh, that's connected to the BAFTA, and and uh, and it's it's kind of surreal. We just both of our film just got accepted into a 20-year festival at, at, at the Great Lakes Film Festival, essentially competing against each other for best film. And Into a Dark Mind is about to be released, and we have 25 official selections uh, and 17 wins. Uh, before that one got out, which is still kind of take my breath away a little bit. It's amazing, is what it is. Yeah. It's, it's it's unheard of. Nobody really yeah. has this kind of stuff. And the fact I, that I you thought, no, I thought maybe like you joined the mob and you were threatening people <laughs> to kill them if they didn't give you. You know, I figured that maybe well, that's a Brooklyn way of doing. No, things. I mean yeah. the fa the fact though that you first of all like because you are you have a production company and yes. so you've you've got all these films that you've written you've directed you have roles in them you have you know enough already big cast and stuff <laughs> it doesn't really happen i mean a lot of people put together film can put together a film but not a lot of people can put together a film and also get it distributed where people actually get to see it you know so like you've what, actually taken yeah. it to, to another level what you are lacking in your film is ron russell a uh, bit of ron I have three films coming up. I can't talk about them, but we shoot the first one in November and then another one after that and after that. And they're big films with big people. Yeah. So you may want to consider me for one of your characters <laughs> in one of your we films. We need a hot older guy I'm who can really act. We, we, we got to talk when I'm in L.A. for sure. Absolutely. I'm serious. I'm back to work because I'm bored stiff sitting home. I do this show and I do a lot of other little things, but yeah. my days are just empty. You know, I was a film actor before I did this yeah. crap. So I miss I miss working. I have to say yeah. something too. So so I'm looking at your IMDb today because like I always do that. I scope through everybody's yeah. IMDb. I looked at you have like 11 projects or something in development, which is a lot. And a lot of those projects, like because some of those projects are even like betrayed, which is already coming out. So that's not in yeah. development. That's actually already done. Yeah. And so you have all these great projects. And so then I was looking, and there's this lady, Katie Katie Wallen, and she's in a bunch of different films, right? And I thought, oh my gosh, look. His daughter has got roles in all these films. What a great way to get in. And then I looked her up, and she's your wife, dude. Your wife's smoking hot. I was like, oh, yes, my she God. Is. <laughs> she is smoking hot. I was uh, like, yeah, I couldn't yeah. even believe it. Right. I was like, so you robbed the cradle? 
No, no. Uh, dirty old man, I love it. Right. Oh, yeah. I thought, I'm not kidding you. I, I saw the picture and I thought she looks like she's about 21 and Harley's oh. probably like 40. Dirty I was like, oh my man. God. So she has aged very well. She's gorgeous. I'm sure yeah. she's a great talent. And I thought, oh my God, props up to you. Because at first I was thinking, oh my gosh, look at Harley. He's macking. You know, he's got a young wife who's Dirty gorgeous. Old man, the best and, uh, and she's really beautiful. So, number beautiful, one, I want to say. Great mother. Uh, we got two little girls together. Uh, and, and you know what I really love is, is her, her willingness to work hard. Uh, when we're talking about acting, um, you know, she, her sister, Kelly Parker, who's going to be also at the premiere, who is a, a five time Emmy winner. Um, she started Katie in acting when she was really young and, uh, she is a natural talent for acting and modeling, but her willingness to go to work to even now, she still gets coaching, uh, from a, a good friend of mine who's a, a phenomenal acting coach here in Michigan, uh, Jerry Hayes. She still goes, she still is, is her ego's not gotten the better out of her. She won an award for uh, best actress at the Nollywood, um, uh, actually on the 23rd. When I get, uh, you know, the day after I get to L.A., um, there's a festival called the Lucky uh, Lucky Strike Film Festival yes. at the at the, the the mansion of, of Frank Sinatra. And Katie's up for Best Actress. I'm up for Best Director. And uh, I believe Betrayed is up for Best Film. So that would be a perfect segue in if we get lucky enough to, to come away with something. Absolutely. You will. It sounds good. You have to give it your all in this business. Yes. You know, the people that walk through it, don't last because because i did know betty davis and that's no bullshit okay and i said to betty what gave you the tenacity that you had and she said the love of the work and the the profession the professionalism of the work she Mm -hmm. couldn't stand a director who was weak and stinky she would Mm -hmm. direct the director she was uh, uh she just knew her business so well and she put her whole heart and soul into it and yeah. that's why she's known as the greatest actress of our time yeah hang on one sec we got to welcome i want to just welcome real quick carnell alexander to the chat room what's up carnell he's from twin radio uh one of the the greatest like radio like music shows on monday or tuesday nights i just want to welcome oh, him because cool. he's not usually in our chat room so what's up carnell and uh i have a question how do you pronounce yeah. Jan, is it jan birch or jan birch or how do you pronounce his name correctly jan birch okay that's what i thought yeah, yeah. and i'll tell you you know he has been in three of my films now and uh, man, he's there's something special and magical about him. The stuff that he can do uh, that plays incredibly well on camera, uh, and and how he how his his energy for getting for getting into his character. Um, I think he's having a resurgence, and 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 I think I think you're gonna see Jan on the big stage again, and, and hopefully in one of my films, but. Uh, he's special. He really. I, I absolutely no. love him. Hang on one sec, because this is on topic. Um, so everybody, if you don't know who Jan Birch is, if you're a horror movie, not really a horror, if you're a thriller fan, back in the day, he was in a movie called The People Under the Stairs, and he yeah. was the main person oh, under the I stairs like who movie. couldn't talk because their tongues were cut out. Oh. Um, so he had to do everything with his facial motions and everything. Yeah. And he's one of the leads of the film, and it is a phenomenal film. I love. That and even though film. that movie came out like 25 years ago, he's having a resurgence now. He's yeah. His yes. bio. He's done like five or six movies in the last year. Some, several of them working with you, and yeah, uh, I think that I'm so happy that he's coming back. He's also doing in I, Agramon's Gate. Agram, how do you say it? Yeah. Agramon's Gate. 
Agramon's gate. He's terrifying. <laughs> and, I don't know how else to say it, man. He is scary. And again, in Agragon's Gate, you have another one that you wrote and directed, and you're in it. And one of our favorites, Lorraine Landon, is in that, the beautiful blonde that we I, we I actually know. met her at a at a red carpet recently. Besides just having her on the show, yeah, she's gonna win awards for her performance. Both her and Jan are electric. She's gonna win awards for her boobs. That, uh, <laughs> yeah, that too. Oh, is she a sexy? Is she a sexy piece of ass, or am I uh, just a crazy faggot? I mean, <laughs> she really is. Wow, she made me stop and think. Am I really gay? We had such yeah. a good time. We we were Woo! so happy to finally. She, I love her. We talked She's to her on the fabulous. phone, and we've had her on the show, and we tweet with her and do everything else. But we had never actually yeah. met her until a couple of weeks ago, and we were so excited I to meet her. I love her. She's and one sex genuinely kind and sweet. and sweet, very sweet, yeah. almost and, innocent and, and, and talented, beyond talented. I have never seen her work. I see too uh, that you because like like when you say team, I know you have a production team, but you seem to ha be working with a lot of the same actors. Because I looked on your IMBD and you have another one that you wrote and directed or, or are directing, Abeyance. And again, yeah. you've got Richard Tyson, Scout Taylor Compton, Vita Gafari, who's been on our show, Jan yeah. Birch, Billy Worth, and Mel Novak. Billy Worth, I met many times with Brooke McCarter from The Lost Boys. Brooke was a good friend of mine, and so yeah. that's how. I met Billy Work, but you've got like really. I mean, for a, an independent filmmaker making independent films, your 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 talent seems to be skyrocketing every time. You know, like like in this film to have John Savage. I mean, John Savage is a really big name. You know, yeah. in movies. But my feelings about and, and, and oh, John uh, won one of the awards. He won Best Actor at the at the Gold Movie Awards. So he is BAFTA eligible. So he's gonna have a resurgence. I, I'm telling you. I love him in Betrayed, and he may be the one that you just cannot take your eye off more than, more than uh, I don't know about more than everybody else, but he's so iconic uh, in this role. I really feel that it's, it's back to uh, John Savage of, of, of Deer Hunter, John Savage of, of, of Hare and Godfather. I, I think he really, he just laid it down. He was amazing. I love it. I'm so excited about that. What I was going to say is, um, film of years ago are not the thing anymore. Independent filmmakers are the thing. The young people today are so loving of independent films that they have filled a blank space yeah. of the great Warners and, and, and Warner Brother films and all the other films. Yeah. My Absolutely. opinion. I think so, too. <clears throat> So, I, so think, I think it's scary to make films for studios now because there's such a high risk. Because the way they make films, they have to explode because everything costs $50 million these days. And, and they don't have a choice. So they can't really make the films that the audience would love to see, would love to go on the ride for because it's too risky. So it's better to make another superhero movie where you can dazzle us and make us sit in awe with the, with with the, with the visual effects of it all, and then draw us into strong drama in between the actors. But but for the most part, you know, can they really like right now? Uh, we're in very very early pre-production of the Bennett Song sequel, and then after that, we're likely shooting a film called uh, The Peculiar Mind of Peter Strauss, and that script is an absolute trip. And I guarantee you, if I went to the studios with it. They would say, wow, that's really good. I don't have the guts to make it because I would have to put Brad Pitt and this, you know, and then it would be a hundred million dollar movie. And it's 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 a wild idea. I don't even know. Can it carry a hundred million? Well, I, I can make that 
without these huge names. Um, and, and I think that's the blessing of independent films is I can make it with really strong, great acting uh, and, and great story without taking a hundred million dollar risk. Absolutely. I don't believe that any of these stars <clears throat> and Angelina Jolie, I know as Angie Voigt, because she was my daughter, Deirdre's friend. She grew up in my house when we lived in Beverly Hills. So I'm not going to ever say anything to hurt Angie, but yeah. I don't think Angie is worth the 14 million, 25, 25 million she yeah. was paid for Melissa, Maleficent, whatever the hell it's called. Yeah. Um, I think these actresses have got to learn one thing. They're in the business to act not to make these kinds of money. And I think Angelina should make a film for you and work at a decent amount of money because it's the film that is important, not her salary. How much money can you obtain? How much do you need? I think what it's crazy. No, not you. Yeah. I mean, I, I know. Actors in general. No, like you, these you high work, actors. Listen, you work on basic, I mean, almost scale, probably. Um, I'm I'm doing a movie. One of the movies, I think I'm getting a hundred bucks a day, but I don't care yeah. because the person's a good friend of mine, and I like the part. And it's yeah. you know, it's good. But yeah. uh, I also think the difference, though, and one of the things that you're saying because your movies like Bennett's song, that's like that's no special yeah. effects in that. That's a story-driven movie. Yeah. And and yeah. we went we went to see the nun last night, and Ron was like, you know, this isn't really got a story to it. It's just got some yeah. scares, but the story doesn't really even make any all, sense. All this boom. Yeah, Boom. but there's no Boom. story and Nothing. like one thing you I find what? that's different about you than everybody else though is that because I looked up all the credits and I read what they're about and everything like you make story driven films and yeah. dialogue. Dialogue I'm you right now. Wait for Agramon's Gate because I wanted to make a return to a real, in my opinion, a real horror film that has a strong story that has strong suspense that has jump moments and has some real fright and a little bit of gore, the combination of it all, but surrounding a strong story. Because at the end of the day, I can't tell you how many times I've walked out of a theater with my wife and, and she looks at me and goes, what was that movie even about? No. Yeah, he does that all the a time. Movie, <laughs> a, movie, a movie needs a beginning, a middle, and an end. Okay? Other, otherwise, it's not a movie. What I miss is dialogue. Back in the 1940s, the horror movies or scary movies had yeah. dialogue. Like the guy would say like something like, come up to my room. There's something strange in the closet. And when I enter the room, I get the chills. Now, already you're set up to be scared to death. Yeah. You don't need this, this stupid jumping out of things because that's for morons. Let's build it. Let's do like a Count Dracula, like, I'm thirsty, I want blood. You know, get, get into it and then do it. That's I hope thing. there are lots of people like you because that is how Agramon's Gate is built. It's built and just I, And like I can't it. wait to see it because dialogue is part of an actor's tool. If yes. an actor doesn't have dialogue, he's, what is he, a puppet? A doll, a paper doll, he stands there, he gets jumped at? Any idiot can go before a camera and be jumped at. Let's yeah. hear, let's get back with the Christopher Lees, okay? Or, or the, or the, or the or Bella Lugosi people that scared the shit out of us when we yeah. were kids, when we were children. Of course, now it's corny, but do it with today's, you can do you know, it with modern day technology. But we need though. dialogue. Yeah. We need and to say it, it this. Needs, it needs drama. It needs, it, you know, it, it's like, uh, you know, I, I had some meetings at the Toronto International, and and uh, and uh, I sat down with a couple people with distri with distribution talking about Agramon's Gate, 
and uh, and they're like so is this like a slasher and i'm like no 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 it's a supernatural it's uh, uh it, it's a story driven and they're like oh i don't know if the audience is really into that and i'm like well i think maybe if you give them something with a bit of substance they'll like it i know it's really easy to put a slider out there and say have it but you can also take that and turn it into a big nice juicy meal that you spend time cooking from scratch, and it's gonna be amazing. And by the time you try it, you'll be like, "Wow, I didn't even know what I was miss- missing." Hollywood is terrible nowadays. It's full of ageism. Uh, older actors don't get work because who wants them? Which is bullshit. Because now they're combining old actors famous with young actors famous to get the both audiences in there: the old audience and the young audience. Stop. All you guys out there, not you, but the other ones, stop treating us like idiots. We don't need explosions and blood flying all over. We are intelligent people. There's an audience of intelligent people out there who want a story. We want to know why the character is, who he was, what he's become, and what he's doing now. We need that. We need that. We just can't have a, a guy walk on set, get his head blown off, and that's it. We're supposed to figure it out. I mean, yeah. why did he have his head blown off? Who was he? This is what we need. And yeah, this is I agree. Film, film needs this. I love, though, that you, because you're using all of them. I mean, John Savage, I think he's 69 years old. I just looked it up. Good. I'm yeah. glad. Um, all bags are in. Mel Novak, he was amazing in abeyance. And, he, and he's no spring chicken either. Yeah, I think uh, he's like in his 70s, maybe. Yeah. Even. Yeah. Well, and, I'm and, happy and, to and, say. And Richard is getting up there as well. Uh, but but at the end of the day, you have to have you have to have all the people that you have in real life. So you have to have the the dads, the the grandfather, you know, the, the whatever. And 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 you're looking around, and you'll find Liam Neeson, who is in his late 60s now. He's still running around chasing bad guys. That's so gorgeous why can't too. We why can't everybody have a part? Because clearly it's working. If Liam can can do taking one, two, and three. Um, that there's clearly a need and, and and people like it and people want it. So so why are we alienating certain parts, whether it's men or women or black or white? Because or or they, they think that we can't do it. I'm playing a cowboy major uh, part, a cowboy who kills the sheriff in the town, okay? okay? That's a big part for a person my age. I'm also playing a gangster in another movie. Then I'm also playing a, a what am I? Yeah, cowboy in oh, two a, movies. A two cow, a cowboy in no, a bishop. I'm playing mm. a religious bishop in another movie. So mm. these are parts that a person my age can play. You don't need to put a, a hot hung guy in there to get yeah. all the girls to go. Ooh, let's make a movie, folks. Not not yeah, a porno film. Tell a story. Let's mm-hmm. take the audience on an actual ride. Yep, and my part as a bishop is very intense. <clears throat> it's very, very, uh, I can't get into it, I'm not allowed to talk about it, yeah. but it's it's really something that I'm proud to do. The cowboy ones are fun, they're nice. And the yeah. gangster one, I always I, play a gangster. I'm I love the whole it. thing, though. I love I love the way you're doing the films. Um, I haven't seen but one of your films, but I'm going to actually go and like look them up because you no, just said I that one's on Amazon one Prime. So. Yeah, I'm going to go check that Open one out. Parts was my very first film, and... And and uh, and the story and the plot, I'm really proud because my favorite movies are the Usual Suspects and, and, and that style. Uh, uh, I love watching a movie 
and not knowing where it's going to take me because that's so rare these days. And moving parts is uh, is that it's a tangled up story of people and deceit and and crime. And I, and I really just love how we told the story. Uh, we had major limitations at the time. The budget was, you know, I don't even want to mention it, but Crap, not small. a whole lot. Crap. And uh, but but what I did get, I I got good acting. Uh, I got I had a good story, and and we had a, a lot of fun making it. That's for sure. Well, Actually, the, fil too. the films that are made Hitchcockian are the films that are are, are really great. Uh, yeah. What's it? What's the name Actually. of the film I want to see with the dialogue? You said. Oh, oh abeyance. Ab oh no, Agramon's Gate. Agramon's Gate. Where, where can I? Where can That's I? Not see out that? Not, not out yet. Not out. We. When is it? When is it coming out? Probably not till early next year. The trailer, though, just came out, right? I saw the trailer for that. Yep, we cut the trailer right from the picture lock. So right now it's getting color graded and corrected. Then it's going to go to sound design and scoring. Uh, and I don't want to really release a horror movie in the Christmas season. Right. Uh, so uh, I think that would it would not really move well. So early it'll spring. It'll probably hit January, February. Okay. Well. It's so funny that you act because I know a lot of film directors um, and and a lot of them. Most people aren't very proud of their first film. They don't even tell you. And you you're like, yeah, go see it. It's my first film. And I hardly ever hear a director that, you know say that, um, which I think is really cool. And I uh, yeah, but if it's a good film. If it's a good film, it's a good film. Doesn't matter if it's your first or your hundredth. That's true. Yeah. That's right. true. Because yeah. um, I really enjoyed Bennett's song. I'm glad that you're doing another one for Bennett's Thank song. You. I, you know what? My my partner Nancy Oswine wrote uh, such a beautiful story that it was really it was almost scary to take on directing it because it's so far out of the genres that I have done in the past and dealing with uh, you know all the kids and everything else. Uh, it was it was really scary, but I uh, but I didn't want to say no because my fear is that somebody would turn that into a high key slapstick, no substance movie, uh, and I didn't want that because it's too good to to to, to meet that fate. So I had to make it. I had no, to no, it was a great story, and I, everybody too. You guys should get it. You can rent it everywhere, right? It's on Amazon. Oh, it's, it's on all the yeah, absolutely everywhere. And I know that they're in uh, in works with. Uh, with networks right now, so it should be seeing some kind of network distribution. Uh, I'm not sure exactly what, but I, I know they're in talks with a couple of uh, a couple of stations. So I, I love uh, it. It'd likely be elsewhere, but it, but it's a it's a great story. It's it's uh, uh, we had a really hard time wrapping that film because it's a family type of movie, and we felt like family by the end of that thing. Uh, we we did so much stuff together to kind of build that family feel. Um, you know, a lot of rehearsals, a lot of table reads uh, and everything else just to even get ready for the film so that we would have that family type of feeling. Um, and and, and, and Aphrodite, who plays my wife, we were meeting, you know, every week pretty much just to kind of prepare for each week of filming and everything else. Um, it worked, though. All the work and, that and you I'm put in worked. And I'm happy that you have used the word story a few times. Yeah. I'm glad about that. So Thanks. now you have this new film. We're all going to the, the premiere on September 26th. It's called Portrayed. Chad, you got the trailer? I do. All right, so what I want you to do, Harley, you introduce it to everybody, and then we're going to play the trailer so everybody can see it. All right, so this is going to be the trailer for Betrayed. Uh, it's a movie about uh, trafficking, really, and uh, it 
it shows how it's really not something that happens way over there. It's something that's in all of our backyards and something that we need to grab a hold of. And it shows a little bit of the dirty underbelly of, of that. And it shows, well, you know, the people behind it. What kind of trafficking are we talking about? People human. or drugs? Human. Human trafficking. Oh, I wanted that clear to the audience because he said yeah. trafficking could have been drugs or humans. So it's yeah. about humans that are kidnapped and trafficked. Exactly. Excellent, excellent. All right, everybody. So this is it. Check it out. Betrayed. We really need to go. It's late. and Whatever, dude. Don't worry about it. They found another body in the dumpster. Getting bad out there. At this moment, we have no more information. Help me, please. <laughs> My daughter's best friend is missing. I've activated a task force. Three young teenagers were abducted. Are you a thug? The chief and I were taking too much heat because you didn't keep your promise. Mr. Mayor, are you aware of any ties? There's no evidence of any of our donors being associated to these abductions. Thank you, Mr. Mayor. I'm gonna shut down the Russians. The mayor has asked that I not do business with you anymore. Did you get any messages from my daughter this morning? Well, she just vanished. I don't like this. I think the Russians took her. I can get all kinds of money, please. You don't need to do this. You know what these animals do to girls? Just find her. This is Detroit, not Chicago. I am not going down with you. Can't have the cartel and the Russians both picking our girls up off our streets. go no all right everybody so that's betrayed so we're going to the premiere and then so when will it actually get released how long after a movie premieres does it get released well for us uh, it, it'll be pretty much everywhere on october 2nd uh, i know the pre-orders have been really good from uh, all kinds of places i know uh, right now it will be uh, kind of everywhere like bennett's song is plus the dvd you'll be able to walk into pretty much any store you go to walmart and just buy it off the shelf uh, and uh, and I know that they're working on a network uh, as well. And if, uh, for foreign sales, I'm hearing that it's done incredibly well. So I have a feeling you'll be able to see this just about everywhere you are. Uh, I just saw today, actually, uh, somebody sent me a, a screenshot of, of Betrayed being sold in Australia uh, as, of, as of October 2nd. So it's 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 everywhere. That's awesome. Congratulations. Well, Congratulations. I, look, I look forward to seeing it Thursday. I really do because it's... No, not Thursday. When are we going? We're going in two weeks, September 26th. On a Wednesday? It's on a Wednesday, yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. On yeah. Wednesday, well, it doesn't matter as long as I get there in one piece. Yeah. Right. I'll get, to I'll enjoy get your movie because I love the subject matter. It's something that we need to address because of the uh, Hispanic and the Russian kidnapping is just uh, unbelievable in our country. Yeah. They really are snapping up these kids and forcing them yeah. to be prostitutes and yeah. making them into drug uh, dealers, uh, drug addicts. It's a it's a major subject, and I think I hope your film is going to help the people. Yeah, I will it? Will it? Is there a message in your movie? Well, I mean, I I think sometimes a message. Uh, can be the fact that you realize something or maybe that it scares you or shocks you. Uh, we do have some stats on trafficking. 
but but my goal is really that you you leave there going, is it really that bad? And you start oh, yes. finding out. Uh, yeah. Church did some of the numbers, and it actually took me by surprise that here we are in you know the the greatest country the world has ever seen supposedly, <laughs> and and the fact that we are uh, you know there are girls getting taken and used the way they are, and, and well, people are just throwing each other under the bus the way they are. It's scary. that that's your message. So you are making a message. You're alerting the American people about trafficking. So there's your message, and I love yeah. the message. I'm going to enjoy this film, so I intend to push it and write well about it and speak well Thank about you. it. Thank no, because if so I don't much. like a film, I don't mention I just make believe I never saw it. I've done that. <laughs> well, there's been yeah. some things. I've got, we went to one, I won't mention it because I don't want to destroy it yeah. any more than it destroyed itself. Everyone walked out of the theater going, oh my God, are they kidding? You know what I'm talking yes. about. A lot of people got up and left halfway through. I mean, through. bad is not the word. Oh, Amateurish, terrible. Why and how they got oh, it in the theater. Oh. They got it in a major theater. We went to the red carpet in Hollywood. How oh. this piece of shit ever got out there, I'll never know. Wow. So, so I, didn't, I never mentioned it. I made believe I didn't go. Yeah. <laughs> so well, let's go with I okay. was raised Italian style. If you have nothing good to say, say nothing at all. That's a good philosophy. I like that's it. Right. That's yeah, right. Yeah, because that's somebody else's dream, you know, yeah, and you can't quash somebody wanna, else's I dream. I didn't want to step on anybody's face. But yeah. that film. Oh. But it was not good. Oh. He's right. Yeah. So, so let's do it like what if, okay, because now you, you're starting to work with really big celebrities. Um, who would be your like bucket list person so for a movie like if that you would like think oh my god this male and this female are like my two bucket list of who I'd really like to put in a movie and work with? The first person that jumps out at me and I don't know why is Jennifer Connelly. I love. Oh, I, I love, love Jennifer Connelly. I think she's so amazing, and and I love actors that are willing to go places and go through it, and everything I've ever seen about her. It just screams that. Uh, I'd say Jodie Foster, but she's a little bit uh, 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 exclusive at this point, so I, that would be too much of a dream, I think. And um, also, she's typecasted. Yes, yes. Jennifer uh, Connelly is a great actress. Yes, I've loved good, her ever since the, Rocket, since the Rocketeer. <laughs> I know. I love yeah. her. She's she's and you know. Okay, what? who's a dude? Pick oh, wait, a dude. Wait, wait. She ne Jennifer never made it to stardom, and I don't get it. She's never been. She's still considered a list, though. Yeah, but yeah. not su not superstar. That's true. Yeah. I think that's just because she's you choosy. Know, and she's also got a very famous husband who's a great, great actor, and he's in everything. And she's raising children and all kinds yeah. of things. Well, I also think that we somehow have this snobby attitude that if you've done some spicy, sexy scenes, you can't be a great actress, uh, uh, which which to me is ridiculous because ridiculous. you're portraying a human being. Right, and, uh, and you're living and breathing as them for for a period of time. It's acting. And, That's what acting is. It's called, it's called <laughs> acting. Exactly. It's called, called acting. Yeah, it's called yeah. acting. Yeah, no, I I believe that if you don't if you don't become the part, uh, you shouldn't be in the movie. You know, yeah. like some people read lines, and I see it when I go to film. Yeah. I see they're reading lines. It's not the, the person. In other words, how could you be dying of cancer? And speak about it jovially, you know, like yeah. just reading a line. You got to feel that, make believe you're dying of cancer. Yeah. And actors today don't—it's called method acting. But actors today—they don't do that anymore. They want to look pretty, and yeah. like this angle's good, 
And so if you're going to shoot me now, shoot me in the head this time. So who's the male? Who, who, what male would you like to work with? <clears throat> Can we, I, I would love to turn back the hands of time and get De Niro before he started doing a lot of the kind of the same role. Yeah, like old De Niro. Like, yes. Yeah, old De Niro, because that to me is breathtaking. Uh, him in, you know, everything he was in the 60s and 70s and 80s, he was breathtaking. And then now, like I mean, taxi still, cab. He's, still, he's still great. He but, was good. Taxi, taxi cab. That was well, the movie. Wasn't he in Deer oh, Hunter? Yeah, taxi cab's amazing. That's the movie Deer that made Deer Hunter. Oh, taxi cab. Actually, more I than liked anything. him in This Boy's Life too, or whatever. The one with Leonardo DiCaprio. I'm not sure what the name of it. Yeah, he was the taxi, mean dad. Taxi even, cab. even Cape Fear. Yeah, Cape no, Fear was awesome. Cape Fear was Fear. another one. Yeah, that's Cape a good Fear one. and Taxi Cab were two of his best performances. Taxi Driver or whatever, yeah. yeah. Taxi Cab, wasn't it? Okay, taxi, yeah. taxi Driver. driver. Taxi, driver. Right. taxi Driver. Okay, let's say yeah. now as an actor, as an actor, since you're an actor, since you do everything, um, or as a, and as a writer, let's say, what would be like a film from the – any? if you could pick any film that's ever been made and you could have been the writer of that film and you could also star in it, it doesn't have to be the same film for each one. What would be What would be your pick? It's going to be so terribly cheesy, but I would have loved to have done this. Uh, maybe a little bit younger, but I would love to play James Bond. Oh, yeah. I know okay. that's cheesy. No, it's I, not cheesy But I, I would have loved to play that. No, it wasn't cheesy at all. In its day, it was exciting. It was a new yeah. look. A new look in film, don't forget. Nobody yeah. else did it. Sean yeah. Connery was the first to do what Amazing. he did. Then everybody and their mother became this one. Blah, 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 blah. Then they yeah. all became James Bond takeoffs. But Would I you want to write that too? I love the first James Bond uh, one which was from Russia with Love or the other one. Uh, yeah. Russia with Love was his first one. I think that was the best of all. Yeah. So, yeah and would you, what would you have liked to write then? Oh, God. I would have probably loved to write Fight Club. I know that's... Oh, wow. One, but I love that storyline. Again, it's one of them things where... I did not see that coming until, you know, partway through the film. And uh, and I enjoy that. Anything that will take me on a, on a ride yes. that will make me pay attention, I'll be a happy camper. What I about really the Sixth that. Sense? Like, did you did you get fooled by the Sixth Sense? I did. Like, no. I had no idea. I didn't see that coming. I saw that right out of the gate, actually. I'm, uh, I, I knew because I'm like, he's not talking to his wife. Listen to them. And I, and and I knew he was dead. I knew he was dead. It was it was really uh, so bad. So then it, then it's not good for you. Then then the movie. No, sucked. <laughs> it's funny. Cause I, I I knew he was dead also. You no, know, did you? Yeah, I watched. Uh, right because the what same what time. else? What else would make the film in- interesting? That's what made the film interesting. Yeah. The fact yeah, that he was absolutely. dead. If he wasn't dead, the film was. I not like love it. Didn't have it's a, still have a. It's still a good movie, but at yeah. the same time that that came out. I believe uh, Stir of Echoes and Stigmata came out at right around the same time. And I think both of those were better. I, I love... I haven't seen those. Yeah, Stigmata, that's Patricia Arquette, right? Yeah, and oh, I Stir love of her. Echoes is uh, Kevin Bacon. Yeah. That, I love that movie. I, really I actually love, love Stigmata. That's Gabrielle Byrne was in that too, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah and that's... I really like him too. I think I think Patricia Arquette's probably one of the most underrated actresses ever. I love ever. her. I, love I think her. she's phenomenal. Phenomenal. And... She should, be, she should be doing bigger things than TV. I never miss her. When she's working, I never miss her work. I love her work. Yeah. I she's love that a too. good actress. Yeah. Good actress. Do you like horror movies then? Because I see some... You make a little bit of horror movies, but it's not your only focal point. But do you like horror movies a lot? I, 
I do. I like the right horror movies. I'm the guy who will watch the, I watched the first Saw and I'm like, wow, this is really good. And then I watched the second and I'm like, Ugh. and then after that, it, it was terrible. Good. I've I've watched all of them. The first one was definitely the best one because you didn't know what was going on, and they yeah. they milked it. They milked it to death, even though I watched yeah. all of them. Yeah. Now, if you want to take advice from a smart old man, you will contact Michelle Dockery. 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 And okay. get her in one of your movies. She is the most brilliant actress of today. She was in Downtown Abbey. Downton. Okay. Down she played uh, Lady, Mary. Lady Mary. She was also on TV where she played a prostitute, drug actress, murderer, shoplifter. She is, watch her work. She's going okay. to be the next superstar. Get her in one of your films. I love her to pieces. She's okay. huge. The best actress her we name have. Is is she was in a TNT show called Good Behavior. It was a great, great, great show. Great Two show. seasons. Two and seasons. and she's also in that Western on Netflix. I forgot the name of it, but she's the lead person in you it. You want to get her oh, now. Wow. She's, um, you want to get her now that she's not that yeah. expensive and that yeah. she's going up. I bet she's pretty yeah. expensive. Though. I don't think she is. I think she's an actress that doesn't give a shit about money because she bought a little house in London, so she's not really a fancy schmancy broad. She's she an Though a great actress. She's Look like, her up. She's like what I. She's like what I like. She's got a soul. She's an actor That's who awesome. wants to work, and she loves yeah. her. And her characters are strong and delicious. All right, everybody. Find so listen her. up. First of all, follow Harley on Twitter, you guys. He does his own Twitter. It's at Harley the Swede. H a r l e y t h e s w e d e. Make sure to get October second. You can watch Betrayed. You'll see all our pictures from the premiere. We can't wait. We want to thank Joe Williamson from Williamson Management for introducing us to you and getting you on the show. We appreciate you, Joe. Thank you. He's a great guy. And Holly, we want to thank you because we got to go. We're out of time. Holly, see but you. we can't wait to see you see in two you weeks. See you Wednesday, two weeks. Pictures. See you then. We need see pictures. Two weeks. All right. Bye, we Holly. Thanks. Thanks, Holly. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye, Hey, everybody. We had a great time today. We hope you guys did, too. We want to thank Kajol Shona Carole and Harley Wallen for coming on the show. We want to thank Chad for being awesome. And I want to thank Ron for being so fabulous and gorgeous and only saying seven f's that's pretty that's good. right he did good in chat room what's up everybody thank you so much i hope you guys uh totally enjoyed it thanks for joining us we'll see you guys next week bye everybody